There are many names for that place beyond the sky. The plain above, the in-between, space. But to us, this is the astral sea, filled with wonders and dangers, infinite in number. No small amount of fools have met their demise traversing its endless expanse. And who are these fools tossed into the unforgiving sea, whether by luck or fate? Well, that would be the spell jammers. Merchants, diplomats, pirates. There are many who make their homes among the stars. Astral elves, plasmoids, beholders. But none as infamous as the mind flares. Masters of mind control, enslavers of those unfortunate enough to cross their path. Just as nightmarish as the stories tell. This story begins with such unlucky individuals. A dragonborn sailor stolen from his ship alongside his tinkering dwarf companion. A fey creature taken during a starless night. An aged woman adept in arts both dark and mysterious. And a young purple plasmoid pulled from her family's home. Enslaved in both body and mind, the future seems bleak for our heroes. But here in the Astral Sea we have a saying, when the night grows darker, the stars burn brighter. Welcome to the first episode of Crit Happens. I'm Justin Anderson, the DM, and I'm going to be getting ready to lead these hooligans through some astral adventures. How, do we want to do a little brief introduction of everyone and who they're playing just real fast? Just name, who you're playing, and class. Okay? All right. Let's start with Trey. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Trey Steele. I will be playing Gildrax, a gemstone dragonborn fighter. He is a, a Psy Warrior. All right. I'm Tanner Savage. I'm going to be playing Jib. He is a artificer, he is an artillerist artificer, and he is a dwarf. Hi, I'm Bryce. I'm going to be playing this lovely woman, Auntie Janet. She is a very, very holy warlock. Hope you enjoy. I have, I do have one question, what Bryce. Is, it? Is, is Auntie her first name, or is that just a moniker? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> we, have, we have to have some secrets. We're not on a, fir- we're not on a first name basis quite yet. No. Don't worry, we'll get there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, hello. Uh, I'm Heather. I'm playing Gloom Glumdrop. Uh, she's a plasmoid wizard, and she's here to kick trash today. I'm ready to go. All right. I'm Lorian, and I'm going to be playing a druid fairy named Cherry Blossom, and she goes by Cher. Awesome. It's a little brief introduction. Let's start off. You guys have started off in various walks of life doing various jobs. Some of you may have been captains before uh, Before what happened. Some of you were just happen chance pickups. But uh, one way or another, unfortunately, the mind flares have gotten a hold of you. Unknowingly, you've been working on their ship, making sure the ship stays running, cleaning, mopping, general grunt labor stuff. But something is a bit different today. As suddenly, you reel back to consciousness as the ship shudders under a sudden impact. You hear sirens blaring, and weirdly enough, you don't feel the the compulsion that normally the Mind Flayer's magics have on people. You guys are seemingly free from their uh, tendrils. You look down at yourselves. You are nearly naked with only rags covering yourselves as slaves would have. You have no weapons. Some of you may have tools depending on what you were currently doing. But other than that, you have none of your starting equipment, no spell books, no arcane focuses, nothing. But happen chance, you all are in the same room, which looks kind of like a storage closet, which is full of like cleaning supplies, cleaning gear, small little repair packs for the ship, things like that. I look around as Jib kind of like blinks several times. So uh, you guys feel that too, right? The overwhelming sense of freedom? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty different. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mind feels good, but I mean, duh. I, I feel mean, a little breezy. 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I was thinking, too. I didn't sign up for this fashion take, so... It's not my favorite. I okay. didn't like it. It's not the height of fashion, though. God, I hate it. <laughs> but you've added some nice stitching. You know, I can tell. You take see, good care of the you. rags. Thank you. Yeah. I am so good at sewing. You are. As you guys are talking, another sudden shudder of the ship, and you feel like you hear like a as the ship entirely groans under some sort of stress. This shudder was a bit more aggressive than the first one that kind of jolted you out of this. This felt like something hit the ship. Uh, Jib, where's the ship? How do you... Gildrex, you're here too, huh? Huh, hmm. Uh, I'm sorry that you're here. Aye. That's a good question. I, we were on the ship. Mm-hmm. And then we weren't. Mm-hmm. Trying to call recall details. It's a bit fuzzy of what happened. You guys, on your ship, you briefly remember a scuffle with someone, and then everything kind of went blank, as it seems like that. Uh, those memories have been kind of suppressed. We can't. We something. can't remember anything about like where we're just like. You remember a whoop kind of hitting you, like a like a wave of energy hitting you and going out. The lights just going out. That makes sense. All right, um, I have no idea, Gildrax. Um, I think we should find it. Right, and who are you three? Yeah, do you have any idea where I was our ship is? Also, just about to ask, do you two know each other? Oh, this is my fr- this is oh. my friend Gildrax. Okay, I... so just roommates. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I got I got a question for y'all. Where the heck are we? Like, it looks like we're in a, a room. A room. Yes, <laughs> I got that part. But like, you're talking about a ship. Are we on the ocean? At that, a sudden a the door is suddenly kicked in as an elithid and a duogar with kind of that blank stare. The uh, all slaves had, as you guys hear in your mind of we're being boarded. Get to the with the other slaves in the cafeteria. Seriously, in the cafeteria. <laughs> Jib sees this, doesn't realize which one he he hates more. So he gets a rag, and the Windex he was using to spray down the the windows, and he throws a rag at the Duragar and and bops the mind flare on the head. You bop the mind flare. I just ah, just like instinctively, just ah. What are you doing? Because like it it gets very aggressive with you. It's like. Obey me, slave, as he kind of, like, furrows his brow and gets ready to hit you with a psionic. Oh, my God, is he thinking boot. of dirty thoughts? They're, King um, At, the at that, a sudden shudder as the entire ship lurches to the side as something is definitely, like, probably something about the same size has hit the ship. The same size as, as the ship? Yeah. Oh, boy. As you guys hear, you guys see the mind flash, I go, boom, against, like, the side of the door, and his head just, like, cracks across, like, the bulkhead. As he just slides to the floor, and the boot doer kind of kind of shakes for you, like what? <laughs> is there any, is there anything on the doer's body or the? the no, the doer's still up. He's like he's he like managed to catch himself. The mind flare's out, and he doesn't have anything on him. He body. doesn't have anything of you. He has a, a set of keys. I grab those. There and are I toss them to Gildrax. About thirty keys on this set of keys. Ah, yes, I know exactly what to do with this. Yeah. Good. Okay, um, let's go. Um, I'm going to follow you guys. <laughs> okay. The door guy is like, oh, my head. Don't worry, buddy. Does he look like, could we, does he look like he has weapons and things no. on him? He looks also in the same kind of slave oh, state so, as you. Oh, so he's also oh. one of the slaves. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was, like, attacking the ship. Okay, <laughs> I'll grab him with us. I'm like, if, if, if he's in the same kind of bad situation, I'm like, come on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> as he kind of like, hold on, let me get my footing. <laughs> Think they have vegetarian options at the cafeteria? I don't think the ship will last long enough to find out. Darn it! They I probably was, have a lot uh, of a lot um, of gray matter and uh, what the f? Their thoughts. What the what? f is that? Who are you? What's happening? Hi, my name's Jib. Uh, okay, don't need it. Okay, I regret. Where are we going? To the cafeteria? Uh, probably to an escape pod or cafeteria. Definitely. An Ships escape cafeteria. do most of the time have some sort of life capsule. Sure, I read all about it. it. It's not an arcane like lifeboat, but it's it's like an <laughs> actual cap ta- capsule. A capsule. We're we're literally just in like an incubation pod. Mm-hmm. They have escape pod first, mm-hmm. food later. What, can can I get some fries on the way out, please? It depends on how fast the ship sinks. I actually okay. I know about an escape pod. I worked on them. I cleaned them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Uh, I believe that this one. He points out a hallway with a weird like it almost looks like a, like a sphincter. Like a weird fleshy sphincter. Uh, no. Yeah. As he, he runs up to it, as it just goes, <laughs> as it just opens. I don't like that. 
I don't. You think I like it? I had to run towards it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, if it's a way out, I think we should go. Um, I'm guessing you guys follow the doer guards. He's running down the halls. Yeah, we follow him. Do we pass the cafeteria? No, you do not pass the cafeteria. Uh, Everything's in a strange language that you do not understand. Do anyone speak deep speech? You remember at one point being able to read these signs? Oh, wait. I... I do have the uh, Eldritch Invocation of the Eyes of the Rune Keeper. I can read all languages. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so for everyone else, it's in this weird kind of like f- weird scribbly language. For you, it pretty much like realigns into actual like normal languages you could read as you read that w- the area you're currently passing is like the helm. Okay. So, okay, looks like we're passing the helm's room. And she just kind of like, Use her finger to go through her hair for a second. It's like we could, we could go through uh, this helm's place, or you know, we can just continue going on to this cafeteria line place. You know, vegetarian options maybe. We don't know. Your choice. <laughs> uh, do you see a storage? I'm kind of missing my favorite book. A storage. And you know, an arcane focus and all my equipment and coats. Just, okay, okay, sweetie, sweetie. Oh no. My hat. Um, that stuff. Whoever would probably, uh, one of you probably worked in a area. You have worked in these the the, uh, the belly of the ship, which oh, a lot yes. of the a lot of the uh, goods are stored in, and stuff that they've taken from the slaves. You've even seen some items that sparked memories to you, but that were quickly suppressed by whatever. Would I would I know the general direction of this place? Give me an intelligence check. Baby. First, first roll. roll, first roll of the campaign. Let's go. Uh, intelligence. intelligence. Uh, how about an 18? 18. Oh. Yeah, so through the fog, you are able to get a general idea of where to go. Actually following the same path that it pretty much will loop around the helm's room, and then there'll be a set of stairs on the other side of it. Or you can cut straight through the helm's room. Uh, I convey this information to the others. We, we can go through the helm's room, you said? Yeah. Uh, the, hel- the helm's room pretty much has multiple doors. So you can go right through it to get to the other side. Uh, Auntie Janet, uh, with your supple fingers, you actually remember something's in the helm's room that you massaged quite frequently. Uh, a strange, large brain uh, that seems to uh, control the ship. It got very stressed out, and so you had to massage its stresses away. <laughs> massage its stresses away. Yes, with with All scented natural. oils and such, mm, and uh, cerebral cerebral spinal fluid. I really, really need to wash my hands after yeah. this uh, and wash it out of my mind a little that bit. Probably, that thing probably wouldn't be the most fond of random people running through it. Um, so it might be a bad idea. So, But it could also assume that you're just enslaved like the rest of them. So are, you, are we thinking about... So I worked in the helm um, and uh, seems like we have a little, little dirty little brain out there. Gets stressed out sometimes. Uh, I can just kind of walk in. Maybe... Have him be, you guys be my assistants, getting uh, maybe some stuff for me for this brain to be chilled down. Um, But, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Or, alternative idea, we go around. I think it would be better to just get there without seeing other people. An idea of a brain does not sound pleasant to me. The, the doer guard is like, eyes is shooting my phone. He's like, are we really talking about this? Can we just choose? As as he says that, you guys hear a definite gunshot, like a okay. like down a hallway. Make a choice. Darjib like, oh, the sweet music to my ears. I love that sound. Let's go there. No, let's go around. We're let's, going, we should go around. Okay, we're going I around. Let's I go agree around. with, the, with um, the blob. You guys are running I'm around. Sorry, miss. As you turn the corner, uh, you, you guys can hear the clashing of weapons and the occasional like whoosh. Of the eldritch, like these uh, brain blasts that the mind flares are giving out. Brain blast, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron style, as they're trying to trying blasted. to fend back the the boarding party. Um, as you can also probably hear these sounds of like old flintlock pistols, like clicking off and firing. Every every time we hear one of those jib like. Size there, a little bit. There is a dead pirate. Uh, oh there is a God. dead border. Uh, what looks like a minotaur fellow. Oh. Not like one of the big minotaurs. Not the abyssal type of minotaur. Mm-hmm. But the player race minotaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a cutlass on him. A scimitar. <laughs> a scimitar, if you would. Uh-huh. Does he Does he happen to have any sort of identifiable, identi- uh, identifiable like insignia? Uh, would you give me a history roll? Sure. 
Why, why is Giljax getting all the rolls? Because he's looking for them. If it okay. makes you feel any better, I got a five. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of pirates out there, and it's this true. one is just as forgettable. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's insignia. Kind of looks like two large black horns with a what looks like a skull being crushed between them. Black horns with a skull being crushed. Yeah. Does does Jar Darjib does he know where exactly he might be able to find tools of some sort? Uh, like where might he have worked? Because if he could find, he can he can work with basically anything, as long as he gets some set of tools. Let me see. Actually, he can work his magic. You are, and we're a, a craftsman of sorts. I was. Mind flares would probably have made you work on the ship. Let's give you a percentile chance of you just having tools on you from. Oh, I will say you have a set of carpenter's tools. That's good. I am in fact proficient. In carpenter's tools. Awesome. Yeah, I can you have cast a... spells, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can do things. You happen chance. We're not what the, the exact moment that whatever mind flare was controlling you lot died. You happened to be holding those carpenter's tools and just kind of like panicked and weren't really realizing it. I so realized that my my carpenter's tools are at my belt as I'm still yeah. holding the Windex yeah, and the rag, way. and I just spray the rag a little bit, wipe off one of the carpenter's tools. Like there's a little like planers, planers. Yeah, as I just wiped off. There we go. I toss the rag and the Windex away. I'm like, these babies. This is what we're here for. All you right. probably have like nail bags with like okay. uh, like chisels and like planers, sand, like a little piece of like sandpaper, things like that. Can I keep the Windex? <laughs> Yes, you can okay, keep it. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we got, we got a, it's our, it's our, it's a hyper windex for space themes. Hy hyper windex. Hyper windex. Yeah. Not really, TM, yeah. not TM. <laughs> it really wrecks the windshield when you run into big space bugs going 50 so. million miles an hour, so. Through, through astral sea, <laughs> yeah, astral sea grasshoppers. Astro, yeah. Astral bugs, yeah. So have we like, are we gone to a place in the ship where we can see the outside of the ship, or what's going no. on at all? Are we completely contained? There's no windows, nothing that we can There's see. There's nothing you can see outside the ship currently. All right. Um, there is. You're currently in the hallway at a T junction. The way you came in to your right, you could see the fighting and the mind flares and the slaves fighting back these invaders. And then to your left is the stairs leading down into the belly of the ship, the storage area. Uh, Gildrax will pick up the cutlass and sort of like try to hand it off to everybody. Mm -hmm. And he'll say, "Can any? does anybody else know how to use one of these? I just hold up my noodle arms and shake <laughs> my head no. <laughs> this I'm not is like terrible. a nice cane, but like, not I feel like no. you would might be the best at using that right there. There is also, if you're looting his body, he does have a pistol with exactly one shot in case he needs to kill himself. Oh, he's... <laughs> I oh take it, I take it. Uh, uh, it is actually later. a common pirate practice to kill themselves <laughs> rather than be captured. One shot, so one kill. Yep. And so there's you had you have a one shot musket pistol. As, or as Jib pistol. picks that up, uh, Gildrax goes, I've seen you do more with less. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, it I, has I, one I, shot. I put that in my rag pouch. Yeah, in your nail bag. <laughs> It's in the nail bag and just rattling around there. I'm sure it might misfire or something really bad might happen, but oh well. Yeah, as uh, I'm guessing you guys continue down into the yeah yeah, yeah oh, we're going definitely. the storage yeah. area. As you guys run down in, you can hear the people uh, th uh, about a group of people rummaging around through boxes and general sounds of pillaging. <laughs> oh boy. Um, as you guys turn the corner, you can see about five of these like ruffians of varying races, ma mainly humans and minotaurs. It seems they're all are they all wearing the garb that that minotaur? Yeah, they're like their their colors are black and white. They're wearing different outfits that seem to be just dyed that color, with all of those like same kind of uh, symbols that iconography on them. Do you guys want to try to sneak up on them, or are you wanting just to go in there and see if they do anything about you? How many do we see? There's five that There's you can see. five of them. Do they have any of our equipment, or is it some are, like... Uh, they're going through boxes and just, like, shoving stuff into bags. Like, they're just literally ransacking. This old woman ain't having it. <laughs> <laughs> Get your grubby mitts off my stuff. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, the Duogar is with you. As he actually seems to have gone invisible. Wait, oh, he's invisible. Yep. I had my I had my hand on him and just, whoa, he's gone. He's gone, guys. Oh no, we lost him. Uh, Magic. Invisibility <laughs> is kind of like uh, you get you can see like little shimmers of him. It's not perfect. But we so see like him a little you bit. can see him like kind of like you can see like his shimmer moving up, 
as he like picks up just a like a crowbar or something and gets ready like to whack one of them over the head. Uh, Are we fighting? Are Ildrax we going? will call out, friend or foe. Um, as they turn around and one just <laughs> levels a like a pistol at you and tries to aim at you. Um, and then immediately gets whacked on the head by the door guard, right? Will, we will roll initiative. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Tanner. Thanks so much for listening to the first session of Crit Happens. We want to give a quick shout out to those who helped with the production of this podcast. We want to thank Zane Lowry for the amazing intro music he composed. If you want to hear more, go ahead and follow him on YouTube at Zane Lowry Music. And we want to thank Max Guerrero for creating the music loops for this podcast. We will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so stay tuned for more Spelljamming adventures. Now, back to our story. First person, Trey. Uh, the guy has leveled a gun. Oh, I forgot to roll damage. Um, <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah, he leveled his gun, but as you see the dual guard materialize, as he brings his crossbow down, and you can literally see his like butt arm... As he like grunts and act like pain, it goes mm! as the new guard goes. Ah! <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! Get his, uh, get his crowbar. Yeah, he, he picked up a crowbar. It seems okay. like out of some of the material, like out of some of the boxes. Uh, so Gildrax, who is an amethyst gemstone dragonborn, mm-hmm. uh, the main notable feature about him is that his two horns, which share the curvature of his head, uh, are broken slightly above his skull. And are held in place psionically. I love that. Uh, he will. How close are these pirates to one another? Fairly close. I'd say that there's about three of them within ten feet of each other. In, an interesting distinction to make. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be easy to say three of them would be in a cone, if uh, you some will. sort of cone uh, or breath will, weapon. Yes, some might imply. I will. I will approach and do just that. They need to make dexterity saving throws. Okay, uh, one will fail definitely. Uh, does a, a 13 pass. A 13 does pass. DC is 12. One will pass. Oh, Sweet. Nice. As the two of them are taken by surprise, uh, you catch a what look a young a youngish man and a older women minotaur lady. It is nine if they failed, and then half that if they succeeded. Okay. Uh, you will hit the guy that originally tried to shoot you. The young man. You did nine to him? Yes, sir. He will drop dead as, what do you, what kind of damage do you do? It is force damage. It is force? Yeah. He literally just gets thrown back as he just hits his head against a box and falls prone, like down, unmoving. They got killed by a mine. You killed him. (laughs) Yep. Um, The other two are staying standing. Uh, You know, it's the first, first turn of the campaign. Uh, I think it's only appropriate that I immediately action through. <laughs> immediately, <laughs> I, I think that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair idea. That's uh, a fair. I'm sure I could save it for something more impactful, but what's we're, what's more impactful than the first turn? We're, we're in dire straits. We want to get our stuff uh, back. We just want to fight God just a little, bit. just a little bit. As a child. Uh, <laughs> I will run up to the f- closest pirate to me that I dealt damage to. Awesome. And I will attempt to swing this cutlass at them. Yeah, the Minotaur Lady. I. Uh, you know, sometimes crit happens. <laughs> that's a oh, that is that is one. not oh my God. a crit. Uno, Uno. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you run up to take a swing at her. As suddenly you just like there's a board underfoot. You like kind of stumble as you just came and you just kind of thunk the scimitar. I mean the the cutlass into a, a box. <laughs> we are men of culture here. We we, 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 we As girl drag strips, he goes. I thought I looked so cool. Yeah. Um, we can't. As she kind of like. Books. Gets ready to hit you while you're like in your back while you're kind of like ah oh, awkwardly overexposed. <laughs> As we'll go down to Heather's turn, Gloom drop. So uh, Gloom is freaking out, and she thinks of the only thing that she's heard like police in her area say. So she says, "Freeze!" <laughs> and casts frostbite. <laughs> uh, so please make a Constitution saving throw. Who are you casting it on? There's the Minotaur Lady, the younger man, and the two other undamaged goons. Who's the smallest person? <laughs> You're making up the Prob- smallest man. Probably the probably the younger man. Perfect. I'm five feet, so I'm gonna look him dead in the eyes. Uh, does a 19 pass? It does. I'm guessing it does. Awesome. Uh, you take one point of uh, cold damage. He, he the the pun kind of makes him a bit immune to the damage, but <laughs> he he kind of just looks at you with an icy stare. Mm. 
That's <laughs> nice. And I just, I just gave Heather away. a shit-eating grin while making a pun of my own. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. For the for the podcast listeners, La- ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this annual event, the pun off. Nope, we're done with that. Our contestants, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> Is that your turn, Heather? Do you have um, any bonus actions? Yeah, no, I definitely move as far as I can away from these people. Back up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It is a certain little fairy's turn. All right. Um, Come on, Cher. Cher is going to look around. How big is this room? Uh, It is fairly large. It's about 100 feet across, but the area you guys are in that's not boxed off is like a, about a 15-foot-wide hallway, kind okay. of. Okay. That is like a little, like, all the boxes are segmented into... Like, so there's places you can walk up and down the aisles. Think okay. of Indiana Jones Warehouse. Oh, God. Got you, got you. Okay. I am curious, DM, if you would allow me to use Druidcraft to create just a little twig. I don't think Druidcraft has these components. I, it's a cantrip. It does not. But can Druidcraft grow something? I think it can. Can it like grow something? Uh, it says you can create a flower blossom, a seed pod, or an open leaf. Sure. We can say you can make a twig. Okay. Um, so that would be my action, correct? Yep. All right, so I'm going to make a little twig, and I'm going to start avoiding everyone around, and I'm just going to start flying towards a direction. Awesome. And I'm going to get as far as I can from bad people. Well, keeping an eye on these strange folks as they're fighting, and I'm just going to zoom off. Okay. Little you zoom, zoom off a little bit. Yeah, I zoom off. Okay. Um after that, zoom, zoom, it does zoom. go up to Auntie Janet. Bryce, would you like to hear your turn? Hello, sweethearts. <laughs> um, stop touching my stuff! <laughs> uh, and uh, she... Uh, so who... Um, let, me get a, so let me start over. What? Uh, which of the Minotaurs are touching stuff at the moment? That were touching um, stuff. Like, what was grabbing things? So the, the, two in the, the two that are currently engaged were not grabbing anything. It's the uh, two others. They're I- they're just two humans. Two humans. Yeah. Uh, there's a man and a woman, and one actively has like jewelry and stuff on. Like he's been like just looting it, and putting it on himself. Uh, and see, so he, like he's looking at you guys and is like fumbling for a weapon to pull out. <laughs> Her eye is like twitching in frustration. Yeah. Um. Did do they look like they ever got hurt? Nope. From the thing about cool. they were out of the range. They are Ooh. actively on top of the crates. Great, Eldrick blasts. Awesome. <laughs> Eldrick blasts. You, Eldrick you. blasts them off. Please don't touch myself. Awesome. You. How do you? How do you? Where, where does your Eldrick blast originate from? Is it like a palm, or is it like your eyes? It's. It is definitely a palm movement. It's kind of just a like get off my stuff. Like it's a pushing yeah. motion. Yeah. You um, throw your hand out as an Eldrick blast erupts. That would you like to roll to hit? I would. Uh, that's a <laughs> no. It's a nine. <laughs> a nine total. It's a nine. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He uh, goes <laughs> as he kind of like he kind of like <laughs> ducks down as it just goes over his head as he kind of hits the ceiling and just like goes. <laughs> she yeah. She's gonna continuously look at this man dead in the eye as much as she possibly can. As it will go onto the the hooligans' turns, um, as the older minotaur lady will bring her sword down upon you, kind. Dryax, how do you say your name again? Gildrax. Gildrax, my bad. Gildrax. Um, does a 15 or no? Yes, that's, my, that's my armor 14. class is currently a big 10. We, oh, we yeah. don't got no armor. You have no dex bonuses. Yes, sir. You guys are buck naked. Um, I got my rags. Nearly yeah, our rags naked. like 18 armor class? You're going to take class? five points of damage okay. as the her sword bites into you. The, the two on top of the crates will pull out light crossbows and aim it in your... Uh, you shot at them. Your Absolutely. general direction. Fight me. Auntie Fight Janet will me. have two crossbow <laughs> shots. <laughs> does a 12 hit? It definitely does. Okay. Both of those will hit. Uh, you will take 14 points of damage as oh. two more. On the first shot. Both shots. Both shots together deal 14 points of damage. Uh, uh, on the first shot, Gildrax will use his protective oh. field. Oh, reduce the damage. Yeah. So as a crossbow bolt flies out, how much? Uh, by six damage. By six. Yeah. So actually, you'll only take eight. You'll only take eight points. Thank you. Drax is like, as he's about to fall, fall uh, like flat on his face. He's like, I can still do something. (laughs) Yeah. As like, uh, you guys see like protected an innocent woman. uh, Energy, uh, a radiant. 
radiating from Gildrax is a, a large, like almost like a as like a silent barrier comes out as the arrow hits it, slows down, and just kind of like ineffectually like scratches you. But the other one just goes thunk as it just stabs, right, like rips right past your ribs as it definitely cuts you pretty deep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's a lot of blood. Yep. As we'll go on to Jib's turn. All yes. right. Uh, Jib is Jib is Jib is looking around, and he. <laughs> you said these guys also have pistols. Uh, the one the one Minotaur lady does. She seems like she's in the charge of the lot. Okay, and she's still up. Yes. All right. Um, she's actually the one that hit him in his back. Oh God. Uh, hit Gildrax. Hit Gildrax. Okay. Yeah. You I gotta say names. I can't just don't point. Hit Jib's friends without getting hit back. So Jib is going to rush up to her. And pull out the pistol. Yeah, he's going to pull out the pistol. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, Jib, he's just going to find a bunch of pistols. He's never going to reload. Just a bunch of pistols with one shot each. Blackbeard style. Carry six <laughs> yeah. loaded pistols. He's going to run up, and, I mean, he is proficient with firearms. Uh, he'll take a he'll take a shot at her. Um, awesome. He'll do, he'll do so while he's running. Uh, so he's not he's not right yeah, up next you, to Yeah, uh, you whip out the pistol and quickly pop a shot. Would you like to roll the hit? Yes, I will. That is going to be ooh, that's a that's decent. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. It Woo! is a D ten damage. Nice. Okay, here we go. That is going to be uh, five points of damage. Awesome. Yeah. The you guys hear the as the bullets the bullet like goes as it just hits her, and she goes as you can see it grazed her side, and you just start seeing blood well at her side as she kind of like puts a hand to it, and glares at you. Darjip kind of like pops. Uh, was it the hammer back mm-hmm. and like kind of tries to empty out as much gunpowder as he can, mm-hmm. anything else, any leftovers, and throws some of the gunpowder into his hand, kind of rings it around a little bit, tosses the pistol aside, and then rubs rubs both of his hands with gunpowder. And he's he's gonna go up right next to her and just like get in a in a wrestling stance. Awesome. <laughs> um as you're doing that, the uh Zan, the Duergar man, will uh, actually, he seems to increase in size. He becomes a large creature as he becomes, he towers over, like, the Minotaur, uh, and even is, like, about his, like, head is over the boxes. Um, He is actually going to take his now newly enlarged crowbar and try to turn (laughs) her into a paste. (laughs) And she is not, she's pretty used to fighting larger creatures as she (laughs) nimbly dodges away as the crowbar ineffectually thuds against the floor, as he kind of lets out a, a disgruntled grunt, <laughs> some might say. And as that goes, he goes back to the top. Awesome. Uh, Gildrax will kind of stop tumbling, sort of midair, uh, pick himself back up, and go, Jim, where did you find that gunpowder? Never mind. And then he'll uh, uh, he'll take a swing at the lady who everybody seems to be ineffective at killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're so good at this. Let me show you how to do the job right. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, big 18. 18 will hit. Uh, that is a solid five damage. Awesome. She is still solid. up, but she does not look too good. As your sword just bites into her like her breast area, as she like kind of like <laughs> she grunts in pain. And that is my turn. Awesome. Gloom. Uh, I'm gonna tiptoe down the stairs, tip-toe. and I'm just gonna reach my hand out. This, the I believe it's 120 feet, so I should be in range. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take a little bit of glitter out of my fingers and ignite it, and cast Scorching Ray at second level. Oh! And I'm gonna aim for the lady. Sure. <laughs> All of them? All three? Um, All uh, of them. Two for the lady <laughs> and one for the small man. So okay. Would you like to roll, please? Yes. That's a 13 for the first roll. That's 25 for the second roll, and those are both for the lady. Okay. Oh, oh, that was bad. And then seven for that third one. So the 13 will miss miss her, the 25 will hit, and then the seven will also miss, so you hit one. That's okay. That's eight fire damage. She, uh, how would you like to kill her? Woohoo! I just want, like, this small little sparkle to just go whoosh and just explode just... Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so you sh- you're this like this little yeah, sparkles gather along your hand as the scorching ray just impacts her as she kind of her back just explodes out <laughs> as like you see like l- lungs and bone just sh- shrapnel behind her she goes <laughs> and she just hits the floor with a wet thud. Darja being <laughs> front and center for this massive explosion, just like oh, it's beautiful. Yep. 
She couldn't live, laugh, love through these conditions. That was that's not a very pog champ moment. <laughs> um, as give, we'll go. Oh, sorry. Oh, I give a thumbs up and go back up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Who are these people? All right. Uh, Cher is going to, if DM will allow me, to take that twig and use it to cast locate object. I will eat what I, I'll eat the pudding that I have given Sorry, out. Sorry, I, so. I thought I, I could have given you both. It's okay if you don't want to. If not, it I'm is okay. I'll allow it this time. All you right. Can, I'll allow it. I'll use it to cast locate object and see if I can find my star map. That is what I'm looking for. I've got a thousand mm-hmm. foot. Range. Yeah, um, actually, it was. It's probably within about thirty feet of you. You get like a ding, 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 kind of like going off. Uh, as you guys can see, a lot of like less maintained kind of like chests that they've seen that they've just scavenged together. You see a lot of like also just random bits and bobs from other people. Do okay. I see my sling but there in is there? A, there is a chest that contains a lot of your stuff. You could see like clothing, personal paraphernalia, things like that. Perfect. I'm just gonna make. 30 feet over there, probably just flying. And then, if possible, bonus action, just grab whatever I can for now. I'm going to say it would probably take an action to fully loot the chest. But, yeah, you can use your bonus action to flip open the lid. And there's just stuff galore in here. Okay, sounds good. Yep. I think I found some stuff. But y'all have fun exploding other stuff. Auntie Janet. She's going to just look at the uh, one of the little people that shot her. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's not a very nice lady thing of you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little lady. <laughs> uh, sh- she is going to uh, cast Toll the Dead. Oh. Yes, yeah, my favorite spell. Oh. I think that will fail. Does a 12 pass? Or no, that's a t- 11. Does 11 pass? No, it does not. It fails. Awesome. Go ahead and roll that D6. D8 damage? It's a D8 if they haven't taken damage. If they have taken damage, it's a D12. They have not taken damage. Cool. Not yet. They're taking five points of necrotic damage. Awesome. You said that's to the lady one? To the yeah, to the lady per- Like the person that shot her. Okay, yeah, we'll say it's the lady. Yeah, I'll five take points? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, she uh she kind of like you could see her body like she like reacts as like ding kind of reverberates for her. As she kind of like seems to wince and her skin goes a bit white. Um, as is that your turn? Coming for you. Uh, yeah. Watching. <laughs> she, no, that will go to the monsters. That turn. is it. Yeah. Gloom is hiding back so the guys can't shoot them <laughs> or, or Gloom because they totally would right now after watching their captain's lungs be blown out. The younger man is going, that is up with the front with you guys. By the captain. He's going to attack probably Jib. Jib's probably the closest to him. Yeah, bring it. That is a nat 20. Oh boy, okay. Uh, actually, you know when I said bring it? Can actually, I... DM, that's a nine. I'm going to use one of my divination rolls. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Isn't that. Let me, let me. Can I, can I ask a question? Does that have to be within line of sight? A creature you could see? I believe so, yes. So never mind. Unfortunately, <laughs> you do not see you got my, You got my hopes up. Yeah, as fate almost smiled upon Jib. <laughs> almost. I even uh, had a cool way of describing how it works. Just a little, <laughs> little taste. <laughs> as he rolls maximum damage, oh. you are going to take 15 points of slashing damage. All right, well, uh, I'll as just start rolling up a new character I will. Now. I will uh, protective fill that as well. I okay, think. great. That how, by much, D6. How, much, how much? It is, yeah, it's a D6 plus three. Hey. You got four less. Okay, great. Okay. So you take uh, 11? I think 11. 11. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as this, even with like a psionic shield forming around you, bites deep into your shoulder. Um, <laughs> as he kind of looks smug that he's like, oh, almost, you're going to go down after one hit. It's like, ow! <laughs> Baby going to cry? Maybe a little. As that goes to the crossbow guys, one of them will redirect towards you since you seem to be the one that's stopping damage. Yeah. And the lady will keep on shooting at Auntie Janet. Anti Janet does uh, that will hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. whatever it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, there can be only one. You'll take seven points of piercing. Okay, meat, I guess. Awesome. And then <laughs> to Garlax. Garlax, Gildrax. Gildrax. I'm gonna say it wrong every time. Now, every time. That was almost a cra- if it was a champion fighter. I would. <laughs> if it was a champion fighter. Uh, you are going to take. Five points of piercing damage. Sweet. Um, as a bolt pierces into your like calf area. Um, Not as my that cow. will be their turn to Tanner. Oh, it's okay. Jim's turn. Uh, Jim is going to. You said it, it bit deep into my shoulder. Yeah, he like he beat deep into your. Is beat. It, it, we we both misspoke right there. <laughs> bit deep into your shoulder. 
like bit bit me or like no like cut deep. Oh, okay, great. You know what, so he's got a cutlass too. Yeah, he's got a cutlass. It, it's pirate themed. Of course, they have cutlass. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> Jim is going to get the, uh, the the powder on his hands as he is going to very quickly rub them together, and then he is going to grab one of his uh, tools from his carpenter's tools and like run it along the the blade that's currently in his shoulder and ignite a spark and then basically clap the spark and then thrust his hands in the guy's face as he's going to cast firebolt. Oh, Ooh. so I believe that would have disadvantage. It as will, because I'm currently like... Within five feet. Yeah, I'm trying to like flame defibrillator this guy. Um, that is going to be... That's actually decent. That is 17 to hit. That looks wow. like a one from over here. That's a that's that a 12. 12. Okay, awesome. Yeah, check your eyesight. Boy. Well, it also is that weird dice font. Yeah, I got my uh, That is a special. what? Total? Yeah, 17. 17 will in fact miss... I'm kidding, no hit. Wait! Oh, I'm kidding. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, bro. Yeah, it was Not pretty cool. funny for me. Four four points of fire damage. Yeah, as my um, hands just basically light on fire and I slap him in the face. Yeah, he like as the f- like you can smell the f- the smell of burning flesh and that hair. As he goes ah, as like the flame just hits him straight in the face. As he kind of rears back with like fire like catching to his hair and eyebrows. As he like darts him like back to him like ha ah, ha, and then he looks down at his hands that are currently on fire. And is like ah, ah, and starts waving them out. Awesome. As we'll go on to Zan's turn. Zan is going to just square up as he's like though he's golfing and just try to swing the crowbar at the uh four as at the the small man in front of him, the silly little man. What what are what's the par looking like though? Uh it's looking pretty good as a 19 does in fact hit. Oh my gosh, hole in one guys. Here we go. <laughs> Did he um, roll max damage? Yeah, as uh yeah. the man is is brought down by a crowbar smacking with an uncomfortable crunch into his <laughs> ribs. As his body just kind of lifts, lifted off the ground, it's probably thrown about ten feet back. As he just kind of lets out a sadistic laugh, like a <laughs> he just like, he crushes into a box, and like his body moving in has thrown up a flag. As like, as uh, <laughs> as I believe that will be here to his turn. He will actually start making his way down by the boxes. Those guys with the crossbows are on. Like he's going to try to like grab one. As he can actually reach up this, since he's large. As we'll go on to the top of the round, Gildrax is right I. Uh, I think, I think top of the round, the first thing I'll do is I'll, I'll second wind. Oh, Cause nice. Because I'm, I'm. Just gets to heal himself for free. Fighters are broken, by the way. Uh, fighters know. are good at fighting. Who would have guessed? Fight. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's the worst I could have possibly rolled. That's three hit points? That is a big three hit points. Mm. No, four hit points. Try it. Read again. What? Oh, plus your fighter level. Yeah, fighter hey. level. We're level. Oh yeah, four. you're level three. You're we're level, level three. three. Yes, I, you're not level two. Like I always thought I was gonna make you. Thank heavens we're three. I we, just we gotta say, three. I'm so glad. Uh, hey, without level three, that awesome scorching ray wouldn't have happened. It's true. Uh, I believe I will take a sword swipe at the person closest to me. Awesome. Uh, they are both on top of boxes, so you I might will, have to climb I up there. I will climb said boxes. Okay, your speed will be half for that. You have about 50, it would be a 10-foot climb. Okay. So you have about 10 feet of movement left. Okay, but I can get adjacent to them with my boot. We'll say, yeah, you can. As you climb up and you run up to the damaged lady friend who okay. Bryce has been draining with Bill. I hate her awesome. so much. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take a swing. Big dirty 20. Dirty 20 Ooh. does, in fact, hit. Uh, I will also use uh, my psionic strike feature to add an additional amount of damage. Does the difference between psychic and physical damage matter in this instance? No. Thank you for asking, though. That's very considerate. Some, sometimes you have to. It's a lot. It's a lot of damage. It's 17 she damage. Will, uh, yeah, as you just swing down, as you kind of like your your psionics kind of like hone the blade even further, almost like a reverse force wheel, just using it to part materials as you just slice down her chest as she kind of almost splits into two as you just hear like as she just slides back falls backwards and hits the floor with a wet thud uh and that's my turn awesome um there's one guy left and he is not looking like he has the belly to fight anymore as it will go on to heather oh so i step back down the stairs and okay so does Darjeb <laughs> Dar- Dar- just almost seeing what could have been looks around like, where were you? Oh, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> I am. Um, right, so the last time I did frostbite, you said they didn't take any damage. Are would I know they're immune? Is that just for funsies? That was for funsies. Okay, just joking. sick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast frostbite again on this last person. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, go ahead and roll. Um, that's or a constitution save for you. I believe he fails. Oh, sick. You know, I don't believe. I know he fails. 
That's uh, four frost damage, and then they have disadvantage on their next attack roll. Ooh. Yikes. Kay. And I stay at the bottom yeah. of the stairs. <laughs> um, now that I see the corpses everywhere, I'm feeling pretty good. Awesome. Uh, as the frost hits him, he starts like... <laughs> it starts shaking and jittering, as with the cold. You might have a hard time aiming that bow. I said freeze. Awesome. <laughs> that was a bit malicious for someone hiding on the stairs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're running back and forth. Uh, now that I'm here. All right. Cher's turn. Cher's just singing oh, the Cher. Interplanet Janet song from Schoolhouse Rock. The, like, <laughs> sorry, what? About? Uh, that's not a thing. This is this is D&D. There's no Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, what, what is, is that? It's you don't fantasy know Schoolhouse Rock, man. Yeah, it's Schoolhouse Rock without Janet. a K, and it's about a, a giant bird. Girl. Yes. It's about you a never heard this song? Uh, we I love Schoolhouse Rock, and I, um, I yes, this is a good message. Thank you. Sorry, that's all, all that's been going on in my head for the last like, six turns of combat. Okay. Um, There's only <laughs> been three turns. I, it feels like six. Okay, combat goes for all. So Cher is going to look around, see there's not very many bad guys around, and she's going to see. Are there? Does it look like in the chest there are objects that belong to other people that I am in the room with? The only ones that you can pertain that might uh, belong to other people is some of these objects are kind of covered in a weird dried slime. Pick them up. Uh, uh. There is a little book covered in slime and a gem that seems to be oddly wet. Is there a coat with components inside my raincoat? Yes, there is a raincoat yes. as well. <laughs> All right. Why is it um, so wet? going to yell out to it's everybody. A uh, gl- um, slimy thing. I found some of your stuff. Give me my book, please. You can have feet. It's not that far away. It I is about like 40 feet away from you guys. My speed's only 30. <laughs> Darn it. Well, I'll I'll grab my stuff that I see. Like, do I do I have my sling or anything that I... You can spend your turn to grab everything that you own. Perfect. I'll... Yeah. As you can now much. be... It won't be able to equip any armor or anything, but you yeah. will be able to grab everything. Perfect. And that's just my turn. Awesome. As we'll go on to Auntie Janet. There's one man left who's kind of quivering in his custom-made pirate leather boots. (laughs) She's going to just take her time, walk a little bit closer. Sultry, walk up to the... Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. You you do have to climb up the boxes. Are you going to sultry climb up the boxes? (laughs) Threatening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why, why, Why not? Awesome. Why not? Yeah, you, you climb up the box as he's he's shaking partly and from being as surrounded by sociopaths as well as being freezing cold. Let <laughs> me w- <laughs> let's just let's just make this clear. And she's gonna cast Hold the Dead on him. <laughs> okay, so it needs to pass. Uh, it is a Wisdom saving throw. That will be a nat one. Oh, be still my soul. Um, mm-hmm. I get to roll a d12 of necrotic damage. That's a lot. It's does my soul good. Easter famine. Come on. Darn it, it's a three. <laughs> awesome. Aww. Yeah, he, uh, his, he, he's already pale from the cold, but now he's getting, like, his veins almost seem like to be, like, bulging up. Like, he's, like, actively, like, <gasps> She's like, just grinning in his pain. Just really happy. Yeah, you, this this old lady, like, Annie Jan looks about, like, what, 60? No, she looks, like, 70. 70? Yeah, she this old lady is just, like, sadistically smiling at this man, going, oh! And, like, you see the soul, like, almost leaving his body. Tale as old as time. And so we'll go to his turn. He'll shakily shoot the crossbow at Auntie Janet. There's one parting shot. Good thing that is a disadvantage, because that would have been a crit. Or a four. Uh, does a things, it's not like the other. Does an eight hit you? No, it does not. Awesome. Hey. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> as he shoots the crossbow, as it kind of thunks into the f- ground in front of you, as he's like, <laughs> try as he's again, shaking. Try again. Um, as he will try to run for the door, as he hops <laughs> off the box, try to skedaddle. He only makes about thirty feet, so he's at this like right next to you. Um, Tanner, Jib's turn. Uh, Jib is gonna call out to share. He's like. If you smell anything that smells like lavender, let me know, okay? Uh, sure. I like lavender. Great. Uh, Jib is gonna start. Uh, can he dash? And you can you can make it over there if you dash. Okay, it's, it's uh, forty feet away from you. Jib is going to start running around, and he's going to start sniffing for the scent of lavender in the air. Give me a perception with disadvantage, as there's gur- burnt gunpowder <laughs> okay, in okay. the air. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. And on your hands. And on my hands. 
Uh, that is going to be oh perception. Jim's not very perceptive. That's a that's a negative one. So he gets he gets nine. <laughs> nine. Oh, he's a yeah. He, I rolled a ten, but he, yeah, he's got negative one on perception. <laughs> you're, you're stiffing. Yep, that's blood and gunpowder. <laughs> okay. One is usually accompanied by the other in yep. your in your uh, presence, uh, as you cannot smell lavender. Um, uh, that is that is all he is doing. Is he is is he is running up and down the boxes as he is trying to find his stuff by scent. But it's like, give me it your, is what's your passive perception? My, uh, Nine? My, so my holsters of any of my tools are I have modified with my magical tinkering as they continuously emit lavender. Uh, my choice of a, an odor, which is lavender. Uh, which is perceptible within 10 feet. So if I get within 10 feet of a box oh, that has oh, my Oh, so if it's within 10 feet, you can perceive it? Yes. Oh, uh, then you'd probably smell it near a uh, chair. Okay, so I get close to the chair. The, like, yeah, it's by all those. Yeah. I smell it. Okay, we're good. You can see familiar singed apparel in <laughs> some of the chests. <laughs> that is that is an oddly specifically useful feature that you yep, have. Yep, and you smell the overwhelming scent when, of when lavender. I, when I'm dealing with gunpowder, it's like his magical deodorant mm. is to have holsters that smell like lavender. That's it's it's to block out dwarf bio, which is notoriously For being stank. Terrible. Yeah. I have some old spice if you need to borrow it. <laughs> that's that's like a fifteenth level magic item. Oh, can be, oh can my be goodness! Yeah. What is all spice? <laughs> I believe you mean new spice. Uh, now look at your yeah. man. Is, now look at me. This is what it's Sorry, new. new spice. Yeah, this is before it became old spice. Oh my! This God. is in the experimental stage. <laughs> um, as we will go on to. Zan's turn. Zan looks at the guy and kind of just picks up a box and is going to try to like Donkey Kong him <laughs> and just throw the box at him. Uh, probably have disadvantage. It'll be a miss. Yeah, he just throws a box as it just misses him completely. He goes, Ugh. as he like look towards him, look towards where you guys are looting, look towards him, look towards where you guys are looting, and start like trudging off towards a chair. Okay, great. I don't want to lose this guy. I like him. Your turn. Gildrax, well, how far away is this person from Gildrax? Probably within thirty feet. Within thirty feet. If you like, if you jumped up the boxes, yeah. Yeah. How close is the dead body that is still on top of the bo- these boxes with a ranged weapon of some sort? I believe they had a crossbow. Yeah, it is not loaded. It is not loaded. Yeah. I forget. Is it a bonus action or an action to load a crossbow? I do not know. I know the loading it, action. It just says has a loading action, so it just means you can't attack twice with it on yeah, the turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll say we'll say happen chance she loaded it and then died. Very, very <laughs> useful for me. Uh, I I'm will sorry. Uh, pick up the crossbow. What type of crossbow is it? Light or it is a light crossbow. Light crossbow. I'll just I'll just pick it up and go. Man, I'm finding a lot of useful stuff on the ground. <laughs> uh, and take a shot. Awesome. Uh, big big eight. Big eight will miss. Uh, sweet. As the, the bolt, he hears like the twangs, he quickly ducks and it just hits above his head. He goes, uh, <gasps> as soon as it misses, I'll go, yeah, I don't like these things either. And I toss <laughs> it off some other direction. And then uh, I'll hop off the box and begin the motion of uh, trying to find my stuff. Do you want to carefully descend off the boxes or do you just want to jump off? As uh, it is a 10 foot height. I think, I think I'll just, I think I'll just, part of me wants to say I just jump. Uh, I think I'll carefully... Dark Jim's underneath. I'll catch you, buddy! (laughs) So it just takes 10 feet of your movement to drop down. Yeah, I'll just drop down. Awesome, yeah. And And then you don't take any damage. Awesome. As we'll go on to Gloom's... So Gloom sees this broken box. He is within five feet of you. I know. All these attacks are missing. Um... Are we stopping this guy, or...? He looks like he's trying to, like, do the juke thing, where he's trying to get you to go one way so he can go the other way. Are we trying to stop these people? Always and forever. Perfect. I grapple him. <laughs> awesome. And I, I have advantage due to my slime nature. Yeah, you, uh, your you pseudopods... him. Your pseudopods kind of, like, you try to engulf him. He's like, oh, he wasn't expecting the wizard to try to grapple him. That's a 13. I believe... So... You try to envelop him. He successfully pulls you off the juke as you jump. You go one way and he goes the other. As he goes, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, well, you have a good life. And then I go to my book. No thanks to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't do that. He deserves absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> as it'll go to Chair's turn. Alrighty. Um, I think that right now we should probably just. You guys, I think the stuff is all here, and I, you, st- where we need to get out of here. And I, I pull out my star map, and I'm gonna look at it, and I'm gonna figure, I'm trying to figure out where we are, currently, using my star map that I have, which should only be of where I originally was on my planet. 
so it probably won't do anything for me, but she's going to try her best to what figure out. What does the star map exactly do? It's just a map of the celestial bodies that I have studied from from where I grew up. Yeah, currently uh, the it does not help you whatsoever. I don't know where we are. It's not working, guys. It's not working. She's, like, going to shake it like it's a snow globe. <laughs> Why isn't it working? And it's, like, kind of glowing yeah. this um, orange as light. As you see, like, hundreds of constellations you do not recognize. <sighs> we tried turning it off and back on. Uh, yeah, and I was, like, I was like, it stops glowing. My eyes actually match the same color. Usually they're, like, a, a bright magenta pink. But when I use the star map, it turns, like, an orange. And oh just God. on and off, on and off. It's not working. Auntie Janet. Hi. You see the last chance to shoot this son of a bitch in the back. I sure fucking will. <laughs> awesome. Take Sorry, I'm sharing a little. Don't test me, boy. I really just don't like men. <laughs> I really don't like men. You don't Charge like him in his boots. Uh, yeah, especially if you're touching my stuff. Please, Kate, thanks. Get out. Um, how far away is he? He is about 30 feet away from you as well, because you were up on top of the boxes, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's 30 feet away from you. Great. Uh, let's hold the dead one more time. Ooh, this could kill him. Let's roll. Yeah, Ooh, love, here we go. I would love death. He fails. Hallelujah. <laughs> let's see. Come on. D12 damage. Nine points of necrotic damage. He is barely up. Oh. As he looks like he's on the verge of death. Just kind of like see like a little twinkle in her eye. Just being like... Yeah. You'll die eventually. Yeah, <laughs> you hear like uh, you hear like the beginnings of like a death rattle. He's like, uh, uh, as he's having a hard time breathing. You can start feeling my age now. With um, as it gets to his turn, he's going to take the disengage action. So you do not get to punch him when he runs away. No. As he, as he up the stairs really quickly, hears like little feet up the stairs. Pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, as he crests the top and disappears. And did he have anything on him when he left? Uh, he was wearing jewelry and stuff and random bits and bobs that he, he managed to steal. I'm really hoping this this man didn't take my stuff. Awesome. You, I guess you're going to search for the distinct smell of brimstone and <laughs> angel dust wherever your stuff may be. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Brimstone thought, and angel dust. I got lavender. I, I feel like Auntie berries, Janet like, probably wears like, those really like bougie like Victoria's Secret just, perfumes. It's yeah. very, yeah, she's like, it's like uh, gothic Victorian Yes. Era. Oh. There actually was a scythe in the box you were going through that looks Ooh. very much like it belongs to a certain... Emo grandma. Just I'm pretty sure your all stuff is over here too. Yep. I feel like this is where everything is. Probably should just come over here and grab it. All in one convenient location. Um, who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> I also feel bad because I read up on the the druidcraft. I don't think I can just create stuff out of nothing. I think I have to have some sort of plant matter. So that's my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's whatever. We could have said you that. had a bad. single leaf somewhere. Oh no! My I had one leaf. in my hair. It was in my hair. Druids, sure. Druids keep Tugs. twigs like rogues keep lockpicks. I probably just like I, it's in like I ingested it. And I just coughed it up. Twig rose. How did that Sorry. get there? <laughs> you don't want to know. So we all can we go grab our yeah, stuff? Yeah, you guys can go grab your stuff. And how much time do, do you guys want to gear up? Or are you guys trying to get out of here ASAP? Uh, what armor do uh, I did I have? I don't know. What was your starting equipment? Uh, my starting equipment, I think I had a chain shirt, which is medium armor, which I think takes like a minute. So no? I believe it takes five oh, for five medium armor. So yeah, no. I, I, had chain I believe it goes a minute ten. for light, five minutes for medium, and 10 or 15 yeah, for heavy. A long a long time. I think it's multiplicative. <laughs> longer, longer than longer it takes than a ship to sink. Yeah. What? Uh, um, speaking about ship sinking, another <laughs> an explosion goes off somewhere on the ship. Dar uh, and like a Wilhelm scream as I go. Gildrax will basically start looking for his stuff. Do I see? You guys can all get your stuff. They're all in the same area. Um, you notice uh, Zan kind of picks up all his stuff and he pulls out a, a weird device, a contraption, which kind of looks like a f like a flail with uh, a weird like the the spikes look like they're detachable. Is is his stuff with our stuff or is it's it in the ge same general? Our stuff is in the same general area. Okay, so we might have been captured at the same mm -hmm. uh, same relative time, and they just well, this looks like it's all the slave stuff. Oh, okay, that they haven't gone through yet. Uh, Chip is going to get all of his things, and he's going to he pulls out like his holsters that smell like lavender that have just like a plethora of different tools, just arrayed kind of 
along the the side of his chest and like kind of a belt, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "Oh, baby, I missed you. All right." So I uh, also got a question. You are an artillerist, correct? I am an artillerist. There is a strange contraption that seems a little familiar to you. It, it is compact. And would you like to describe whatever kind of gun do you use or how it looks? So Darjib, uh, Darjib pulls um, kind of there's so he has those holsters that he wears that have all of his tools and he pulls out a large. It almost looks like it's in it, it has this case uh, that is just like beautifully engraved wood and he flicks it up, and as he uh, pops it open, it is another one of his magical tinkering, uh, but instead of emitting a, a smell, this one emits a noise as he opens the case. There's a <laughs> angelic choir sings as he pulls out what looks like this large firearm that he holds in both hands that more or less just looks like a large blunderbuss, but has multiple different like contraptions that don't even necessarily look like they are part of the gun, but are just strapped to its frame. And so he has, like, all, he, it's basically like a second tool belt that he's got tools, like, attached to his gun that he he, he whips out to, to use. Mm-hmm. But this is this is his pride and joy. Uh, Zan will look at you guys. Are you ready to go? Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, as he... Uh, he Sweet baby, I missed you. As he kisses the gun. Um, you guys notice there is he has a awfully large backpack. Like this is like a <laughs> Sherpa's backpack. Is it? Is it? It is like bigger than him, and he's like ha- like carrying it around like he's used to it. Is it? Is it like? Is it like fitted for his larger size? Uh, no, it's it's fitted for his. He sw- shrunk back down. Oh, okay. Okay. How are you guys going to combat? It takes about a minute for you guys to get all your stuff. Okay. But is, are there any scrolls in the room? Uh, scrolls. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to spend time to loot? Uh, are we gonna die? Gildrax against. Uh, me as Trey's better nature will spend some time <laughs> looting. So for every five minutes you want to spend down here, I let you guys roll a d20. Let's oh. just, what if we just do it one time, though? What if we just do it one time? Darjib. I feel like my character would just spend this time to panic. Darjib, he does have one of his artificer infusions um, that he now finds. He wh- he whips out his, uh, his gun, and he like... Lock and load. As he sprays out this, like, strange mist from it, as he's going to use his Artificer Infusion, which is his Wand of Magical Detection, as he's going to cast Detect Magic, as he kind of sprays this mist that just kind of, like, shimmers, and when it when it uh, comes in contact with something boop. magical, it... Boop, boop. In, in a chest, buried about four chests deep... Uh, oh. in a, a box, four boxes in, in the stack, so you have to dig out a little bit, which will take about five minutes. There is something definitely pinging with magic. All right, it's like okay. I think we got admit magic. I think we got enough time to maybe get one good thing. So let's get that and like split. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Jim, <laughs> yeah. this is why you're my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, kind of scare me though. <laughs> good. This feels like a bromance that's slowly brewing in the background. We've known how many years have we known each other? Like three years. Uh, uh, I can't count. You oh, guys, I'm watching. You can also just grab the box. It's not <laughs> very Let's big grab box. the box. Yeah, you grab the box. As one of you will carry the box as the ship again. As this time, the ship does not feel good. Like you guys oh. are actually here, like a. It doesn't write itself afterwards. It is now Please at a permanent like fifteen your local escape pod. Please How big is the get box? to the local escape pod. Except it's in it's a, except it's in mind <laughs> players. <laughs> oh God! I think that means we're probably fine. That sounds like that's, that's that that's sounds how, like fine. Yeah. That's how there's our sound like, too. There's okay. klaxons going off that are like, oh crap! You this is a klaxon that's like you know the sound of this one. This is on most ships. It's like hey. This is about to explode, oh, or this is about to go. Nope, this is the other one. <laughs> you got like three. They sound mi- so similar. Yeah, they're, they're, you guys got like three minutes tops. The everything's fine, and the we're about to explode. I mean, like you would think they would they would coordinate better on which one sounds different. Yeah, can we sure. get out of here then? If they're about to explode, let's go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Gildrax will grab the box, uh, assuming it's not mm-hmm. huge. It is uh, not. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a, a crate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like it takes both hands to run with, and you can run with it. It's not like oh, it's so heavy. I will. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll carry it. Yeah, um, you guys, you're carrying it as you, and in the confusion, the mind flares think you're just slaves, <laughs> as they're also trying to deal with borders, as they're also trying to get to escape pods. <laughs> they're, they're thinking we're loading their items onto their escape pods. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Oh, good, um, we have pack mules. Yeah. As you guys get to an escape pod, the mind flare that seems to be watching over the escape pod is currently in a tussle with some pirates as he's, like, fending one off with a longsword as he's, like, devouring the brain of another. As you oh see, like, his, you can see, like, the tendrils, like, ripping his flesh across his head as he's getting his brain bored out. I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> as you guys are able to board one of these almost, like, chrysalid pods, like, it almost, it looks very insectine, very, like, circular. It has, like, ridges, and it has weird little seats with two little handholds to go like this to. Hardship starts looking around. And he's like, all right, uh, Gildrex, yes. I don't know exactly what happens. Uh, most of our buttons didn't who's, have heart the last in because uh, Zan will shove you in, oh. <laughs> shut the door, and hit the button. All right. As you guys feel oh. it. As you guys feel your inertia go forward.